Good morning, Stacey Insurance. This is Linda. Hey, speak to Billy, please. Who's calling, please? It's Joey Jingola. Hold on. Thank you. Joey. Billy, how you doing, sir? Good. Tough night last night, huh? This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. what you have to do but these are these massive conglomerates with all these agents and all these capitals that are really just at the end of it they're just gatekeepers that's so that's what they are they're gatekeepers to carriers they're not really providing any extra value and then the SAA guys will be like well you know we're safe to lower the commissions and we're okay we're not gonna worry about reduced commissions and we get some preferential treatment and I'm saying well okay cool but what are they doing actually let you compete not a whole lot and you're right and that was Billy Van Jura, my good buddy, who uh, is always ready with the gas can and the matches. And he's talking about uh, aggregators, clusters, uh, I, I can't even, you know, basically association, company, SIAs of the world, right? The people that you come give us your business through us and we're going to give you access to 10, 12 companies and we're going to work great together, right? That's who Billy's talking about. And I agree with him from the standpoint of they are just gatekeepers to companies. That's how I've always viewed them. I never really wanted them to be anything other than that just because this is the health insurance guy in me talking because I have the ability to represent any company that I want without having some sort of, you know, fictitious amount of business that I need to place with them to have the privilege to sell them. The completely prehistoric, archaic way of uh, PNC doing business. I hate it. I can't stand it. And if there's somebody that's going to make that easier for me to just have companies at my disposal without making that deal with the devil. Now, Billy's saying that this is a equally dangerous deal with the devil, and maybe it is. I don't know. And that's where I guess I agree with Billy and I disagree with him because I think it sounds like after I've, I've kind of thought about it a little bit more, his biggest complaint is that they're not adding value beyond the ability to mark for, for markets. And maybe I just don't deal enough in the PNC world to know exactly how easy it is to get markets that I don't have. But I know that if I'm selling something, I want the abil- ability to sell as many companies as possible, uh, at least that are, that are you know, viable, relatively viable in my area uh, for the things that I'm selling, because I don't want to have to say to somebody, and this is what drives me nuts. Again, being a health insurance guy, I don't want to have to say to somebody, you know, I can't represent them because again, I'm an independent agent or broker. My whole appeal is that I can bring everybody to the table that I possibly can. And I don't want to have to say, Hey, yeah, this other company is really great and I'd love to sell it to you, but I don't have them. And I just, I don't like that. Just whatever. Call me wrong, whatever. I just, I don't, it doesn't work with me. Right. I, it's just this is the health insurance guy ingrained in me and until the pnc world catches up i've always viewed the siaas as a necessary evil i could be way off i could be entirely off on this entire thing and maybe they should help me and you grow maybe they should be adding more value than just company access and maybe you're not growing because of it 
He that, told me the yeah. price he's playing for the Easy Links, which I'm I, I, I'm on, like kind of working my way off of. But the price he's paying is like half what mine is. Immediately sending note to these Easy Links guys, are like, that's no way to run a business. If you're giving such a massive discount to SIAA, what's to make everybody else give a darn, right? So so it's going to get segmented. If all he needs them for is company access, we're we're going to head into a really funky place when all those agents start scratching their head and saying, I'm not growing. So I've got all these better commissions and I've got all these companies, but I'm actually not growing. I'm only growing because rate increases are going up. Then they're all stuck. You know, then what? Yeah, that's that's no way to run a business. Uh, now, what Billy's talking about is uh, the extreme discount apparently SIA members get with EasyLinks. Now, we're with SIA and we're with EasyLinks. I just, I guess I don't know what the cost of EasyLinks is not being with SIAA, but apparently Billy says it's double. Um, and giving that kind of discount seems... Um, not good in Billy's terms. And this is where I get a little, I don't know, confused might be a strong word, but uh, again, here comes the company access part. Here comes the uh, things are going to get a little funky if that's all that we're relying on them. And I don't know, again, maybe, again, maybe I don't play in this space enough to know, but I never really rely on anybody else or, or feel it's anybody else's responsibility to help me grow other than myself. Uh, you know, you give me the best support, I guess, as far as, you know, what I need from you from, from a company standpoint, but it's my job to bring these people in the door and put these options in front of them. And that's my job, not theirs. I don't know what value they could possibly add because I know I've sat down with my local chapter of, of SIAA. I think they go by UIAA and, you know, they've tried to tell us how, you know, and we've shared our results of online marketing and, and, and what they've tried to do. And they seemed, um, relatively surprised at what we're able to do and what they're enabled to do in that front. And, and maybe, maybe again, I don't know, right? I never expect, maybe I just have low expectations. Maybe I was just not hugged enough as a child. And the fact that these companies maybe should be doing more for the ridiculous haircut that they're bringing or, you know, asking you to take maybe, but at the end of the day, I'm, I'm worried about what I want to do and not what they think that we want to do. Now, if they have some suggestions and they do provide, uh, you know, some, I don't know if it's biannual or what the, you know, they have meetings and things of ideas sharing and all that stuff. And I, I went a couple of times and it was, uh, I, I just kind of got looked at again. I was like the only dude under the age of 55. Uh, my dad might've been the second youngest guy in the room. That's probably a lie, but the point is, is that basically they all looked at me as this, uh, um, this, this oddity uh, of being a young kid in the, you know, under, you know, uh, I can't remember. I was, I was probably 30 at the time, you know, but basically 30 something kid in the business. Right. So that wasn't whole, I was actually telling them more about things, talking about grow and, and, uh, and agency nation and those places and how you guys can learn how to do the stuff that they're asking me about. And they're trying to somehow teach it. It got weird, right? It was just weird. And I was like, all right, I don't, I don't need to go here, but what value are they supposed to bring? What value, I guess, let me ask you the question. What value would you want them to bring? I mean, again, outside of bringing me the companies that I want access to, to actually be able to present when I'm going to go sell a thing. Um, and you know, backend support and they do do some pretty decent backend support on our end. I, and I actually think that that's some value. I mean, you know, cause we can just kind of send some stuff off to them. They'll do quoting and, and, uh, and changes and things like that. And, and that's, that's a lot of fun. Um, so for me, it's, it's, I'm not, I don't view it as this, this kind of terrible thing as Billy does. And that's why I do get confused. I just wonder, um, you know, if, if we're focused, 
you know, maybe I think maybe Billy may, maybe maybe he he wants more. Maybe that's where his biggest biggest kind of issue is. His beef is that he he wants more from them and he's unwilling to kind of budge on that front. Maybe we just have two kind of opinions of of what he's looking for. But what we're but what we can all agree on is that uh, you know when we do get these people to these awesome markets, what do we do with them? Are we getting the right people? Are we getting the person that we should ultimately be paying attention to? You know, oh, no, no, but we're getting a two-to-one return on our marketing dollars. I'm saying, yes, but are they marketing or are they branding? Are, are you just simply there because this guy is looking at his app on his phone and sees you and decides that's the time for me to quote my insurance? That's not who I want to work with. And I don't know why you want to work with that person. You know, it's the same as the coffee guy who thinks, Oh, but I'll be, all he's doing is he's sending 12 newsletters, right? He's coming in once a month or every other week, and he's just trying, thinking I'll be there at the moment that, that you had a hiccup. Such a waste of time. I don't know either. Why would you want to work with that person? I completely agree. If I could have a chorus of, of, of church people singing behind me, I would. We just don't have that kind of budget here at Grow for the podcast. We don't. I mean, maybe we do. But uh, the point is, is yes, 100% yes, Um I don't know why you'd want to work with that person. And, and now Billy's getting a little semantical, probably not a word, on branding versus marketing. I think this is where, you know, getting a return on your marketing dollars, he's talking about, you know, people are saying, well, we're getting a return on our marketing dollars. And the return is, is, you know, they're getting that person who just sees your thing and says, hey, yeah, maybe I should take a look at my insurance. Coming back to the the idea of priming them to be fully ready. And if you're, uh, if you're making it their idea, right? If, if you've positioned yourself in a way that, listen, this is all up to them. They're, they're driving the decision. They, they, you've, you've positioned yourself as an expert. You've branded yourself in a way that stands out, that, that uh, creates a relationship that's going to stick around. As Jason likes to tell me, a, a mentor told him, the business that stays is the business that pays, right? And now this is where Billy's talking about marketing versus branding. Marketing is going to bring you business that comes and, and kind of hangs out for a little bit, but branding is going to bring you business that comes and stays, right? At least that's the concepts that we're working with here. I could argue that neither is true and both are true, I guess, at the same time. Uh, it all depends on that experience. And I do think though, Billy is so ultimately dedicated to, and this is what I love about Billy. He's so all in on the, I, I want that branded customer. I want that person that has, has, gone through the process who has, who really values me and understands what I'm going to do. And I'm not going to waste my time on some fly by night guy who says, Hey, yeah, let's just see if I can save a few bucks on my auto insurance because that guy is the guy that I don't want, because that's the guy that, as I told Billy right after he said that was, they're going to leave you as fast as they came to you, right? Or they're going to leave you the same way that they came to you, right? At least that's kind of what my dad always told me. And we have to, we have to, I guess, think about it that way. And and are the choices that we're making leading up to being able to work with people that we want to, to grow in a way that is smart. And we're not, again, going way back. One of the, I can't remember the number of the episode, marketing ourselves in a corner. You know, are we not you know, making poor decisions that are going to come back to haunt us four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years from now, because we, again, we're only growing because policies are increasing and we're not actually adding new policies to the business. 
Um, I would be curious as to the distinction of, of growth and, and everyone's opinions, again, playing on the other side of the life and health, you know, playing on that side of the fence versus the, you know, the PNC side of where most of you guys seem to be playing. It seems like we're picking up a few more health, life and health guys, but what constitutes as, as growth and retention? I was telling somebody, I can't remember who it was, uh, might've been Josh Lipstone, former guest of the show, uh, that I really don't as a health insurance guy, retention isn't something that I live or die by because so much of it is out of my control because health insurance is something is the second somebody else will pay for it, then they will do that. Who's getting a job? Who's moving out of state? Now that's true for auto in a lot of cases. But again, a lot of the times it's just down to they're looking for somebody else to pay for it. And that's really what I, when I lose clients and, and that's, not a set thing, right? You know, I could have the best process or no process in the world, but that is not going to stop somebody from taking a job that has health insurance. And then I'm going to lose my client, right? So I kind of got off on a little sidetrack here. I think the goal here and, and what we were getting at is our, the people we're choosing to do business with bringing enough value to bring the people who we want to do business with to the door, to the table, or, are we just self-reliant, self-sufficient enough that we don't really care what they bring to the table? They want, we want them to bring the thing that we need, maybe it's companies, and that's it, get out of our way, we'll handle the rest. I'm interested to hear what side of the fence you are on because I know that you know there are definitely a lot of people that I don't want to do business with for many of reasons of ways that they have or have not found me. And I was just curious, are you drawing those same lines? Are you giving yourself and your process the same amount of respect that it probably should deserve to decide if that is somebody that you want to do business with? Because that's ultimately going to help you grow to the next level. Real quick, I have to put a bow on this thing. No stories. I think I had a story that I wasn't going to tell. But anyways, I have to I have to get out of this office in about five seconds because I got kid duty for my two sons while my daughter goes to gymnastics with my wife. I got to get out of here. Anyways, I did want to remind you, Grow Labs happening here. Uh, and again, we announced last week. We don't have anything set up just yet. I want to just make sure it's in your consciousness. We will be rolling out all the information and the necessary destinations for you to check all this out very soon but grow labs 2017 is happening this is the place where you can come to meet other agents to learn what is working for them we're going to experiment and be practical with things that actually work from other agents who are doing what you do uh, jason likes to say this is not a conference this is not a convention it's something completely different we don't need speakers or consultants he's actually really good at saying it really fast but if you ask anybody that was there a lot of the people that have been on this podcast have shared some of their experiences if you ask anybody who was there they were pleasantly surprised and might i say overwhelmed at the tone and experience that we set in that room for five or six hours with 50 agents going over what works and what doesn't so if you want to get in um we're letting mastermind paying mastermind members come for free and bring somebody at an extremely nice discounted rate so if you want to jump on on that and you've been on the fence of getting in the mastermind, go over to growprogram.com slash mastermind to do that. And I'll get to see it in the mastermind and I'll also see it at Grow Labs, which will be awesome. <laughs>